0: This is Sounding Out to the Nations, a podcast of Refiners Fire Ministries. This is Evangelist Ronnie Casillas. I'm so proud and honored to be able to share the Word of the Lord with you today. I want to share with you a message that I've titled, Church of the Ages. We're living in an age where people are not wanting to go to church any longer. They're just tired of some of the things that have been... um, uh, have manifested in the name of church. And uh, we often hear the message, well, church is full of hypocrites. And and uh, there's a lot of scheming. And And I remember reading a, an article written by a pastor who was watching on a Wednesday night his favorite show, which was Survivor. And uh, it's a show where... They play some 20 or so contestants on on an island, Um, and their goal is to be the last one standing after 40 days. On the 40th day, if they're still in the game, they will receive a million dollars. And in order to get thrown off the game, they have a a tribal council every night of those 40 days, and they vote out one after another after another. But the contestants, what they do is they manipulate, they falsely accuse others, they lie and gossip and try to scheme in such a way that, that everyone is voted but them. And so the pastor was watching one Wednesday night, and, and he he just felt as he was watching that he had uh, been a part of something like that, but he just couldn't remember where it was. And And he, uh, the scheming and backbiting and the attacks and uh, he he felt like he had gone through that, but he just couldn't remember where he had experienced that type of atmosphere. And then it came to him. He said, I remember now, this is my church. (laughs) Wow. So um, Ephesians 121, uh, if you would turn there, I'm going to read. The scripture is, Paul wrote, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Now a little boy attended church for the first time and he was asked as he came back home by his mother how it had gone. Did he enjoy the service? Did he learn anything? His reply was, well, Mom, the music was nice, but the commercial was just too long. He just <laughs> uh, he just couldn't sit there through the preaching. Uh, too many people, I've noticed, come to church primarily three times a year. When they're baptized, when they get married, and when they have their funeral service at the church, The first time they throw water on you, the second time rice, the third time dirt. So three pastors got together for coffee one day and they found all their churches were bat infested. I got so mad, said one pastor. I took a shotgun and I fired at them. It made holes throughout the ceiling but did nothing to the bats. They're still there and I'm so unhappy about it. The second man says, I tried trapping them alive. Then I drove 50 miles before releasing them, but they beat me back to the church. The third one said, Well, I haven't had any more problems. What did you do? asked the others. They were amazed, and they wanted to get the answer. What did you do? He said, I simply made them members of the church. And he replied, I haven't seen them since. (laughs) On a serious note, church history is racing to a climactic end. The time is now. It's easy to believe for tomorrow. The time is now. If we don't do something now in this decade, we will regret it as we give to our children and grandchildren a nation that cannot be recovered. You will look back and say, I wish... I would have done something. Now is the time, folks. This is the time. We are the church of the ages. If you have a song to sing, sing it now. If you have something to do, do it now for the Lord. If you have a gift to use, use it now. Now is the time. And we are the church of the ages. Satan is enslaving our children with drugs, alcohol, and the occult. Destroying the traditional family destroying the public school system. The moral fiber of America is weakened. There is a moral cancer eating away at us. And we slumber in the house of the Lord saying, all is well, wrong, all is not well. The hour is late. Now is the time. The church must arise and do the works of God. If there was ever a time to stand up and speak up, it is now. Let the blood-bought church of Jesus Christ rise up as an army for the living God. It's time to support ministries that preach the undefiled Word of God. It's time to come back to the Bible. It's time to come back to the basics. It's time to come back to the traditional family values. It's time to come back to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's time to come back to the way, the truth, and the life. It's time to come back to holiness, which without, no man shall see the Lord. It's time we take this country back one soul at a time, one home at a time, one city at a time. The victory is ours. Nothing is impossible to them that believe. Now is the time, and we are the church of the ages. Hallelujah. We're the church of the ages because of three truths from this passage that was read today. The first is the the promoted Christ. He's a promoted Christ. He's promoted over all principalities, over all powers, over all demons and devils. Nowhere in the New Testament is there a better picture of the exalted Christ of the living God. It is as if Paul's soul surges to do the impossible, to capture the immeasurable power and glory of God's work in Christ Jesus. Ephesians, in fact, has been called the epistle of the ascension, because here we meet the exalted Christ. He's not walking on the earth, but he's exalted in in heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father. Our focus is usually on the resurrected Christ, He was no longer limited by time or space. The early church knew the gospel story. A Jesus who had once been a baby in his mother's arms. A Jesus who once had been a carpenter, a teacher, a companion. A Jesus who was once a suffering servant and hung on a cross. A Jesus who poured his life, his blood, his blood love, on our behalf he was not on that cross but raised from the dead not only raised to life but ascended to heaven the curtain had gone up on a new act of the drama pentecost had happened the spirit of this ascended one had been poured out the spirit was poured out and the church was born Hallelujah! The Ascended One had been given lordship over all principality, over all power, over all might, and over all dominion. His name was to be exalted over all the earth. Every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, is what Paul says. Everything has been put under His feet. I said everything has been put under His feet. All philosophy. You see, we're living in the last days as philosophies, heresies, false doctrine um, are run rampant in our society and even in our churches. 1 Timothy 4.1 says, Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth verse 4 says for every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayers if thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things thou shalt Be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine whereunto thou hast attained. You see, there's many types of beliefs. Martianism believes that the Old Testament is done away with. There's no more rules and no more laws in the kingdom of God is their belief. All inclusionism. In other words, be tolerant of all. Oh, we in America understand that more than anywhere else, I believe. The doctrine of tolerance. The modern church is loving these doctrines. People say, look at the buildings, look at the crowds. It must be the Lord. You wouldn't say that about cancer. Just because cancer is outgrowing your body or outgrowing your blessings. Lester Summerall once said, "If you boys have the truth, speaking of preachers and know the truth, do not and do not preach the truth, the lying, cheating preachers have won. and so so there is hes the promoted Christ promoted over principalities, promoted over philosophies. Promoted over power, this unlimited God lives in us today, folks, the Church of the Ages. There was power exerted in our conversion. There will be power exerted in keeping us. There will be power in raising us up from the dead. There will be power in exalting us with Christ to heaven. The relationship which we profess is a relationship of power. It is not by might, it's not by power, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord. Oh, we are the church of the ages because of three truths from this passage. The second truth is he's a position Christ. See, there's a presentation. Of His glory in us as we come to worship, as we depend on one another, as we depend upon the head whose name is Jesus, the church presents to the world His power, His authority, and His glory. The church of the ages that God is called to display and declare. See, there's a presentation, there's also a prerequisite. Prerequis- the prerequisite here is the incarnation of Christ in the church. You have to trust in the resurrection of Jesus and the incarnation. He's a position, Christ. Ephesians 1.13 says, In whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. We're to be a continuing in- incarnation of Christ in the church. That means whatever He would do, we must do. We must furnish bodily hands, our hands and our feet. We must be willing to reflect His image as much as possible. We are to present ourselves before His judgment. So there's a prerequisite. There's a presentation. There's also a passion. God's plan for the world is in the hands of the church, the church of the ages. God is counting on His church. And has no other plan. No no other plan whatsoever does God have it. There's only one plan. We must get this right, folks. Reach out. Serve God. Pray and seek His face. Don't let Satan steal your zeal. Let the zeal of God consume you. Let the passion for the things of God consume you. Be on fire for God. Be on fire for God in this world will we'll begin to take note of, of what God is doing in the church. Amen? We're the church of the ages because of these three truths from this passage. First, of course, is the promoted Christ. Second of all is the position Christ. And third of all is the personified Christ. See, it is Christ who has become the fullness of God. He's the all-filler. He fills all things. 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty-eight says, And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Colossians 1, 19 says, For it pleased the Father that in him shall all fullness dwell. Colossians 2 9 says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. See, God has given Christ the bearer given Christ the bearer of his fullness. He's the bearer of his fullness. God's fullness is in Christ Jesus. He gave it to Christ as a gift to the church. Through his church he intends his fullness to pervade the rest of the world. We the church can be and should be impacting the nations of the earth and even though the church has taken a beating in the last ten years it seems like, we are still the church of the ages called to usher in the glory of God. Christ is the all filler and he works through his church. If you lack in any area, he can fill you and he will. If you lack acceptance, He can fill you, and He will. If you lack health, He can fill you, and He will. If you lack righteousness, He can fill you, and He will. If you lack sanctifications, He can fill you with the cleansing power of the Lamb of God. If you lack provision to carry out His call, He can fill you with boldness and confidence and strength and energy to to fulfill and carry out the callings and purposes of God for your life. He's the promoted Christ. He's the position Christ. He's the personified Christ. And Paul reveals you are in a supernatural fight. You will either be the victim or the victor. You will either wear the chains or the crowns. You will either be, be in dungeons or diadems. There are two ways to handle every fight, folks. The Bible way. Handle it head on. Draw a line in the sand. And stand on the promises of God and make a declaration that I will not compromise. No matter what, I will not cower. No matter what it looks like, I will take a stand. I will not retreat before Satan, before the world or the flesh because he's my conquering king and he's called me to be more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Aren't you glad that our Christ did not come and save us and leave us to ourselves to live out the rest of our life on our own strength, to fight our battles on our own wisdom uh, and our own weapons? But he's given us spiritual weapons. Spiritual weapons. Amen. God's given us weapons that are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. He's the promoted Christ, folks. He's the position Christ. He's the personified Christ.